You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And with me today is Layla Mutin, because together we answer your questions every week. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And by the way, if you want to, you know, if you want to call in or record a question, you can you jot down this number, 877-726-8255, because I do a weekly program where we take some of your recorded questions and we answer them on the air, 877-726-8255. Okay, Layla, what uh, is next? We've got actually another question from Michael. I know the positive benefits of creatine for muscle and brain, but then I read that it can raise blood pressure. What say you about that? Well, uh, I think it's one of those things where uh, if you have creatine, by the way, creatine is, what is it? It's something that uh, basically acts as fuel for muscles. Mm-hmm. And there's some, uh, there's a phosphocreatine pathway in the mm-hmm. muscles, which is responsible for energy production. And so creatine has been associated with some, uh, some benefits for uh, strength yeah. and muscle hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily speed or endurance, but more mm-hmm. strength. More strength. I, I take creatine. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, interestingly, uh, Peter Tia is a big fan of creatine. I mm. think he takes it. You know, we spoke about pre- uh-huh. Tia last time, and he's uh, what I also admire about him is his commitment to exercise and his belief that exercise is really beneficial. So a lot of his podcasts talk about exercise yeah. in a very wonky way. Mm-hmm. You know, to I think he has a young audience of young, especially young males, mm-hmm. who seek to uh, improve their performance. And, mm-hmm. you know, he has a lot of practical suggestions for that. I think he's also a little on the obsessive side when it comes to exercise for himself. He, you know, daily he, you know, puts a 55-pound weights in a rucksack and he, you know, hikes in his, you know, he, he likes it especially when it's like 108 degrees in ah, uh, Austin, Texas. He and, does hot hiking. Right. You know, as which opposed is, to hot yoga. Right, which is <laughs> even more arduous. And, you know, there's something, that's a kind of a, like a middle-aged male thing, uh-huh. you know, for certain type of males that, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm a little older and maybe I've got a little perspective on, you know, the potential uh, limitations and downsides. And, mm-hmm. you know, if he, I don't know if he's going to be doing that when he's my age, but, you know, more power to him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So back to creatine, sometimes we see as a side effect on a regular metabolic panel 
somebody taking supplemental creatine, we may see a little elevation in creatinine. Correct. Right? Right. So the thought is that if you have uh, if you have uh, kidney problems, number one, it's going to distort the findings of the kidney test because it will artificially raise the creatinine, but right. it won't cause kidney failure. No. But it, it will make it seem like the creatinine is higher, which yes. is a marker when it's high of kidney. Kidney's not doing so well. Right. Being compromised. But here I have yes. an article about, um, you know, which states the opposite. You know, and I, I looked it up. Acute creatine loading uh, increases fat-free mass. That's good. Lean body That's mass. Great. But it doesn't affect blood pressure. Ah, there you go. Now, there are some people who say, and this is the Livestrong website, which is, you know, popular website, can you take creatine if you have high blood pressure? It advises that you don't take creatine. Um, it says, and some sites actually say theoretically may cause You know what that. I think is going on there, Dr. Hoffman? Yeah. Because the kidneys also control blood pressure. Yeah. If we see a slight elevation in creatinine, yeah. maybe that's going to do something to the renin angiotensin but practically speaking i don't think i don't think it does that pressure. but you know look i yeah i think yeah. I, I i if i were someone with hypertension and mm -hmm. desirous of taking creatine two things one is i would make sure that before a routine blood test i wasn't taking creatine for yes. 48 hours at least maybe 72 hours yeah and secondly i would you know monitor my blood pressure like oh is this thing i'm taking does it affect my blood pressure I'm pretty sure it won't. Right. I'm right. pretty sure it won't. Yeah. 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 So there we go. Michael, thank you for that. Oh. And we've got a we've got a comment here from Rita. Rita says, I was the woman from Iowa that called you Saturday about my DEXA scan results being negative five point two and you questioned that the decimal point might be in the wrong place. I wish it was. It yeah. was actually the above, negative 5.2. The reason I have such a bad score is because I've taken drugs for my hiatal hernia since my 20s, yeah. and I'll be 74 in December. Well, it's a for cautionary, 50 years. cautionary tale. Yeah. Because she, she malabsorbed calcium and other nutrients that build bone. So, actually, you know, I must, I must say to this person, and I'm going to reinforce what I said, is this is yeah. a case for drug management. Uh, she needs yes. to take an anti resorptive medication to build bone because that's a critical loss of bone. In fact, I've got to say mm. that in my entire medical career, I've never seen somebody with such a uh, low bone density. Yeah, I've never seen so, this number. So, I mean, I, I get concerned when it goes past minus three. Yeah. Minus four is, gets we me alarmed. Severe, yeah. And minus five and change I'm not seeing. So what that means is, let's look at what this means. Uh, when you are zero, your average for a 35-year-old. Mm -hmm. When you're plus one, you are within the area of the curve that comprises 65%. Imagine a curve that looks like a, a parabola, like a hill, mm -hmm. okay? And in the middle, at the top of the hill is zero, and to the right of the hill are numbers, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Those numbers we're less concerned with because most people, most women, are below average especially if they're 74. Yes. So it goes 0, minus 1, minus 2, minus 3, minus 4. Now, minus 1 means that 65% uh, of people 
are between minus one and plus one, mm-hmm. and with the average being zero at yeah. 35. At 35, right. Minus two is mm-hmm. like 95% of people. So it's minus two is already, you are like uh, in the minority of people. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in minus three, even less. Minus four, vanishingly few. Yes. Minus five, one in 10,000. Yeah. You know? And that's from 50 years of taking right. probably. Now, there's also API, something called yeah. a Z score mm-hmm. where we adjust for age. Mm-hmm. And a Z score is generally more merciful. So if you're minus, say you're minus three yeah. on the T score, you might be a minus, if, if you're 75 years old, you might just be a minus 1.2 because 75 year, years old, yeah. it is more normal to have lower bone. Mm-hmm. So you can look at both the T score and the Z score. Yeah. So, but however, the, the definition of osteoporosis is minus 2.6 or worse. Yes. Minus 2.6, minus 2.7, 2.8, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the cutoff is 2.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, osteopenia is minus 1.6. Yeah. To 2.4. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like pre-diabetes. It's pre-osteoporosis. It's, it's pre-osteoporosis. Unfortunately, doctors often pull the trigger on some people with pre. You know, exactly. They, and again, so you need Fosamax. But this is in the spirit of, you know, what we were talking about earlier is Peter Atia might yeah. say, oh my God, we could we could prevent every bone fracture in the world. Let's get everyone on Prolia. If anybody, you, as soon as you're like minus 0.5, everybody goes on this. You know, Great. What would it do? Well, these drugs have side effects. Also, they're not perfectly efficacious. No. And so, you know, why is it that there's such a high percentage of people on statins now? Almost the majority of people who have any remote uh, potential for cardiovascular disease. Yeah. Still, people are still having heart attacks. Yes. See. (gasps) What do you think of that, Doctor Atia? Yeah. Well, he what he would say? Hmm. They're not taking enough. (gasps) Ah. Okay. Right. And they well, didn't. And answer. they didn't start early enough. They should they have started start at twenty. Enough. Okay. That's you know. Okay. They, they're not hiking with fifty-five they, pounds on says, their back. And his not. his thing would be like doctors are just futzing around. Those stupid mm-hmm. internal medicine doctors. They're not aggressive enough. I see. They just give people a little bit of statins. Mm-hmm. So he's more exacting than that. Okay. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So. Good point at which to pause, because. We have an announcement from one of our sponsors. So listen up. Here goes. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature, and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their Reserve Collection, a sleep gummy. The Reserve Collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve sleep gummies build on their unique Reserve collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Reserve Collection Sleep 
gummies. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what uh, supports this free broadcast. And by the way, we've got a couple of really good sponsors coming on. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm very happy to announce that uh, we've got Thorne Vitamin Company, which is a company that makes some really good uh, supplements coming on with some of their products that I personally take and like. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to get them. And we also have a new uh, sponsor uh, who makes something called Empower, Ah. which is the AHC supplement that I so often recommend. So I'm just so delighted. Terrific. And we have the people from Flava Naturals, the ones who make the high flavanol cocoa, coming back. I mean, they took a hiatus over the summer. Terrific. And uh, so I'm just really uh, tickled to have, and this is not to diss our other regular sponsors. No, but these are particularly great. Grateful to them. But I just want to mention that uh, there's Mm -hmm. some, and, you know, things that I would love to recommend. So Yeah. Well, this is apropos in speaking about so much Dr. Peter Atia. Louise writes in and she comments on your article about functional medicine. Yeah. I think you raised some really good points. If the functional medicine community acts like the conventional medical community, they're just as guilty of being narrow-minded. There has to be a balance between the two and doctors willing to take the best of both worlds and combine them for the benefit of the patient. Since I listen to and follow you, Dr. Hoffman, I lean more towards natural remedies. But if they don't provide relief to my condition, I cross over to conventional modalities that can help me. One must be willing to appreciate both worlds and use them in unison. That is the definition well, of integrative. Thank, thank you for that comment. And you know, yeah. I just uh, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to uh, throw stones at my own community, mm-hmm. but some, and this I think is a minority, uh, will tout the benefits of alternatives mm-hmm. uh, to the exclusion of conventional. And it's one of the reasons I listen to people like Peter Atia because yeah. I want to know the latest developments in conventional medicine, which are some of which are really marvelous. You want to know everything as any good doctor and other health practitioner should want to do. Yeah. Not stick to a particular narrative or focus at, at the expense of anything else. Right. Ultimately, it's... Well, I, I do have a bit of an axe to grind, mm. but not you know, to the exclusion you know, which no, is absolutely of, of, no. of conventional options. I mean, yeah. I initially I have to say I'm more mistrustful of conventional options yeah. than most doctors are. Most doctors yes. wholeheartedly, and I think a little too unquestioningly, ad- uh, uh, adopt whatever the latest, greatest therapy exactly. is. Yeah. And I like to critically evaluate them, mm-hmm. and that involves a little sometimes understanding them and not just listening to a pitch from a drug salesman. Uh, and, and you know what? I wish I'd be, I'd be a fly on the wall because any patient I've asked who've come in and they're taking some medications, let's say those weight loss drugs like the semaglutides, you know, the, the, uh, the Ozempics. Ozempics, Wegovi, Rebelsis. And I wanted, they're likely not having, uh, the doctor is likely not telling them, you should know that there is a risk of pancreatitis, of gastroparesis, of ileus or, or bowel obstruction. Just to let you know, do you still want to take this drug? I don't think this conversation happens often enough. It doesn't happen in a often doctor's enough. office. Yeah, it doesn't happen, which enough. is unfortunate. And you know, some of the, some doctors and patients are trusting their doctors, like 
like they're gods. Yeah, and some doctors reason that if I tell people about all the side effects, they'll imagine that they have the side effects. Yeah, there is yeah. the power of suggestion. Yeah, yeah. However, yeah. you know, a typical thing is people it's say still people will consent. say people will say will say, "What are the side effects?" And the doctor will say, "Ada, you don't want to hear about it." Yeah. It's like, you know, if you look at the side effects, it's, it, right. it causes everything. So yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. look at the side effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like at any drug you look up in the PDR and the physician's desk reference, nausea and vomit, possible nausea, vomiting, well, uh, constipation, diarrhea. Those are like the first four mentioned for practically everything. It's, it's, it's to the point where these uh, drug ads on TV, which were, it's mandatory for them to reel off all these disclaimers, it's kind of like a disclaimer, like, yeah. you know, that they have to, but they, they do it while this nice music is playing, and the butterflies are flying. And it's and almost the, like you don't hear. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> May cause lymphoma. And the, and the people are happily, you know, jumping into the pool, or, you know, right. whatever, you know, uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or they're at the uh, carnival, you know, playing, uh -huh. uh, playing hoops it's, it's or something. It's very dissociative. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, Louise, thank you for that comment. Oh, we've got an apropos. Just, just yeah. here's the side yeah. Is uh, you know you you have a little bit of a an axe to grind on well, no, I think uh -huh. correctly so on the uh, acid blocking medications, oh, which yeah. are all too often prescribed. And we saw the consequences with this person who's a mm -hmm. minus five point two. Uh, there uh, and recently, it, it I think you wrote an article about uh, these acid-blocking drugs and dementia. Mm -hmm. Recently, there was a very large settlement of, I think it was like a half a billion dollars. Oh, my goodness. Many hundreds of millions of dollars of uh, the relationship between uh, these acid blockers and kidney failure. Mm -hmm. And it was a settlement. So in a settlement, uh, there's often... It, one of the motives to settle rather than to to fight it in court is so that at the end you can say we don't really admit that we're liable here. Wow! And so the the, the drug company issued a statement saying, "Well, you know, in we'll pay you to be quiet." Well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like we we settled this because it was expedient, but we still don't admit that we're uh, the mm -hmm. proximate cause of all these. And look, hey, guess what? Stuff happens to people. They yeah. happen to be taking a medication. Then you go to a lawyer, and the lawyer sues. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. it's going to be like with these 9-11 uh, victims. You know, yeah. it's like a lot of them developed very clear-cut relationship to exposure. But, you know, virtually any kind of cancer can be caused by the pollutants there. True. 20 years later, with or without... Yeah. Some people would have developed cancer, mm -hmm. maybe from other exposures, maybe from eating like, uh, you know, exactly. uh, nitrate hot dogs. Right. You know, but they get a 9-11 settlement because yeah. they came down with something mm -hmm. and they were there. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying we got to, we got to, you know, the, the rationale for these is somebody's got to pay. Yeah. Yes, I suppose. Right. Okay. Well. We've got an email here from, this is another Michael, but it's a different Michael. <laughs> okay. Okay, because otherwise it'd be like, yeah, yeah. Q&A with Michael. Q&A with Michael. Hi, Dr. Hoffman Layla. I'm 77 years old. I work out regularly. I was, we hear that a lot. Yeah. We hear it like, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born with congenital glaucoma Ooh. and lost most of my light perception over time. Ooh. I listen to the podcast at night with my earbuds, just like us students did in the old transistor days. 
at the residential schools. Well, this for is special because this yeah. person's blind. Yeah. And th- yeah. I think it's especially meaningful uh, as a medium yeah. for people who are have visual problems to yeah. listen to good stuff. Yeah. Good content. Right. Like so, intelligent medicine. Yeah, yeah. So, great. <laughs> So Michael's diabetic. He also takes some blood pressure medications. He does a lot of great working out, and he wants to know what is your opinion on his exercise routine because he believes he has very good orientation and mobility skills because because of his fitness routine in a large way has contributed to his independence and excellent travel skills. Wow. Would you also suggest wow. how much protein I should take? Remember, he's a 77-year-old man. Diabetes. Well, okay, so I think there's an interesting riff on that. And, and yeah. in fact, we just had a consultation with a gentleman earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, husband and wife came, and the guy's very healthy. Yep. But wife was concerned that he's on a little protein skimpy diet. So, yeah. what was we your. Determined, we determined that he was not. Not, okay. Yeah. We literally went through portion sizes. Okay. He's so, good. you have the ability, which I got to tell you, you know, doing that, I think I'd rather put a gun to my head. <laughs> They measure protein? Yeah, to sit and methodically <laughs> and talk about go through how it. big was that piece of chicken? That how is exactly how that. many slices of turkey did you have? Okay. I'm sorry, but that's your thing and you're really I'm good at it. Person, so, yes. so you did an ass- you, you did what is called an assessment. Yeah. Which is let's Nutrition look at assessment. what you eat, mm-hmm. you know, in in detail, and then uh, are you getting adequate what are the, some of the things you look at in an assessment? Oh, oh, the other sources of protein that may be there. I look at things that might deplete him otherwise. Also, how is his sleep? Right. Because that may adversely impact if he's got a high cortisol, that can diminish muscle. Okay. And not just bone, for example. Okay, things interesting. Like that. I didn't think but of no, that. No, no, no. His workouts are great. How he feels after a workout. Does he need to go home and recuperate from it? Or is he more energized? Right. And is he is you he know. shrinking? No. The net effect is. I mean, he's lost weight, but he's it's lost lo- weight in a good way. Gradually, because he was. Yeah. He needed to lose that weight, so now he's in a much better place. He's a tall gentleman, but he's in a much much better place, right. and he feels great. It's good. Do you mind sharing what is? Uh, you did a, a yeah. body fat percentage, a lean to fat. Rate. I didn't do a body composition on okay, him today, okay. but he's lost like forty pounds. Okay. Okay. Which is terrific. Okay. And he's over six feet tall. Okay. So, so, what would you say is an optimal lean-to-fat ratio, body composition-wise, for us? Well, he's like 60, he's sixty-seven. This, well, let's say let's for this guy seventy-seven. For seventy-seven, oh, I don't know. Uh, he could go up to a fat percentage of twenty-two. So we're more percent. permissive. Absolutely, okay. the older they are, right? Absolutely. And yeah. all right, but we also, you know, we, yeah. we're looking at. Ratios, but if, we if also he, want. If he to was twenty-seven, yeah, he he could be eleven percent. Okay, right or less, like or really less. shredded. Yeah, yeah, really shredded. Uh-huh. But you know, seventy-seven-year-old man. Right, it, we're more permissive because yeah. there's going to be more subcutaneous fat. It's exactly. going to happen. Exactly. So, uh, all right. So, so you, what is the in grams or in ounces or you know how do you tell people how much protein? Well, we tell we tell people, especially as we get older, over the age of 40, 50, you kind of need double the recommended daily allowance for protein. That's the new than a thing. Twenty or thirty. Year That's old the does. new thing. So yeah. the RDA for somebody for for all of us is 0. 0.8 grams per kilogram. Since it should be double, it should be one point six grams per kilogram. Okay, so give me an idea of how that breaks out to say a man, I don't know, 180 pounds. 180 much- pounds. Yeah. We convert that to kilograms and then the 1.6, that's going to go 
definitely above 80, over 90. 80, 90, 100? Yeah, okay. yeah, minimum. I'm talking minimums now. Grams. They don't have to go all and, the way and to. To give us an idea of grams, like a... Uh, an, like ounce, an ounce of beef, fish, chicken... Turkey an ounce is generally about seven grams of protein. So, the, but that's an ounce is pretty tiny. So, yeah. who eats in it? Like yeah. generally a portion. Like yesterday, I had a salmon and yes. I bought a pound and a half. Right. And I ate uh, a half pound. A half a pound. So yeah. for eight ounces, right? Times you got about fifty-five, fifty-six grams of protein okay. there. And and yeah. I that day I had a protein shake. There you go. Which was twenty grams of protein per serving. Okay, per good. serving. And I had, did I have lunch that day? No, I didn't because I went to the yeah. dentist and I couldn't eat. So I got 70 that day. Right, right. And I'm 160 pounds roughly. Okay. And so is that about right? That's for, about right. Uh, That's the minimum. Because you're also getting other protein sources. If you had any legumes, if you oh, had, I had any vegetables, I had there eggs. are plant I had proteins. Eggs. You I had, had eggs too. What, I had two eggs. So how much is two eggs? Well, generally uh, a medium egg is probably about six grams of protein. Okay, so Nobody's I, buying medium. I'm, they're buying large. I was pushing 100. Yeah, that's good. Pushing 100 grams. That's great. Which, uh, and uh, do you also count physical activity? Because if someone, if this this guy's active, he says. He is very active. Yeah. That's a timing thing about how, when to eat. Okay. You want to have that protein meal within an hour after you finish exercise. And I've heard some controversy about that. I have too. Yeah. Some people have said it doesn't matter when as long as it's within six you, hours. You know who says that? Of exercise. A real uh, exercise nut. And he's a a power lifter, but also a brilliant PhD. And I've mm -hmm. heard him on a podcast. His name is Lane Norton. Okay. And he does have a lot of resources on his website. And he actually challenges that a little bit. He okay. actually says that some of the, and he studied the physiology of this. Yeah. He says that if you distribute the protein during the day, it's not that, I mean, I tend to go, whoa, I've just worked out. I've got to slam some protein into my muscles. Yeah. But it, it that is a, it's, it's not maybe not as, yeah. 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 It's just that so much of the research is only shown that within that hour window afterwards, yeah. that's when your muscles are hungry. They need yeah. to replenish. They need to fix the micro tears. There's a little that. bit of a riff on having that at night, too, mm -hmm. because at night there's more growth hormone and it incorporates... Oh, but wait, 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 wait. We don't want to run into autophagy things. We don't want to eat after a certain hour. We okay. want to rest and digest okay. all night okay. long. Okay. So it kind of so depends on your lifestyle a little bit. That's the intermittent fasting notion. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't want to eat that close to bedtime. Okay, okay. Yeah, that so, would be the other yeah, thing. Yeah, I can't bring myself there to take a big protein shake oh, before no, bed. No, 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 I don't want to eat And then go horizontal. It's like I'm no. going to upchuck that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's not going to be good. So that's not great. You'll, you might get heartburn or anything like that. So Do we mm -hmm. we digress. Do we have a, like a short, such a thing as a short question or a short comment? No, we don't. Okay. We've got some pretty great questions lined Why up next week. Why don't we just, uh, you know, we're... We'll we'll get a few new questions next week. Yes. Send questions to questions to drhoffman.net. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I just want to mention uh, while we're at it, you know, supplements. Uh, find them at drhoffmanstore.com. Uh, you can get fast free shipping, and you can get optional refill reminders via text or email. What do you think of refill reminders? I think that's a great idea. I, you know, I, kinda, I like it. I hate them. Oh, okay. I'm well, the you, kinda, can, you can unsubscribe to those refills. You can. Right? You don't have to do it. Yeah, but, you don't uh, have to do it. This is not for me, mm -hmm. but it's for some people they like it. Yeah. Because it, they're reminded. They go, oh, okay. Yeah. I find it kind of annoying. It's like, no, I'll take care of it. Thank yeah. you very much. Stop thinking for me. Right. Like that. But It's like it's like spell check on right. the computer. I hate that. Okay, so two, I know how to spell. Two types of people. <laughs> the people who like refill reminders and the people who take... 
Don't yes. bug me with those things. Don't bug me. You could always opt out of that okay. reminder. But you that can't. You get. They're optional refill reminders. Absolutely. So, okay, dearhopmanstore.com, and that way you don't run out of your critical vitamins, exactly. which I which I do from time to time. I have to. And I got a limited storage I space. I can't keep like a whole vitamin know, store in my apartment. You know, it's a timing thing. How many do yeah. I have left? I better order it now. Yeah. Like I mean, that. I got a bar refrigerator. There's no, I mean, like a wine refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's only got supplements in it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that a li- works. It's a little dinky thing. It's not uh-huh. like they have like a. Some people have like a walk-in wine Cellar refrigerator. Kind of thing. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No. Not for. I don't know. No. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It interrupts my sleep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Uh, yes. Thank you, Layla, and oh, we'll return next week. Yes. For more mm-hmm. of Q and A with Layla, I think we got some good questions this yep. week. Thank you very much. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.